0: what's up everyone want to let you all know about the best new sports betting website out there betteredge.com what makes better edge so great they allow you to bet vig free seriously you can start betting today with no vig this includes many sports that you guys like to bet football basketball baseball they're always expanding they're always growing but i promise if you've been betting for 20 years. Or you've been betting for a week, you're gonna love this, and you're gonna start making more money. So sign up today online at betteredge.com, and remember to use promo code sharp. That's sharp with a p. That's gonna get you ten free dollars in your account. So really, there's no risk. Sign up to Better Edge. Enter promo code SHARP, get 10 free bucks, and see if you like it. Something tells me you're going to love betting VIG-free. Check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP, start betting VIG-free today. Online, betteredge.com. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Today is Deep Dive Friday. Hopefully you guys are having a nice week so far. How was it? How was the week? You know, are you getting ready for March Madness or are you getting ready for the weekend? You got some plans coming up. you going to get vaccinated. I know uh, I know the older part of the audience. Yes, you guys may have some plans. It's like on the new uh, the new South Park. Uh, did you guys see the new South Park vaccination special? It was hilarious. There's <laughs> they, you know all the. Uh, senior citizens get their vaccines, so they're all out partying, you know, staying out late, and everyone's like, ah, I can't wait to go out again. It's it's hysterical, but uh, either way, hopefully you guys, whatever you have planned for this weekend, staying in, watching games, going out, doing some stuff, we are here to break down one game that you're going to see this weekend, and we will make it a March Madness game. I know it's March Madness season. A lot of you out there looking forward to the basketball games this weekend, so we will break down and give a pick on USC... And Oregon. This is the last game of the weekend. It's going to be Sunday later on in the afternoon or uh, early evening if you're on the East Coast. The current line is USC minus one and a half. Now this opened up USC minus two and a half. So there is a bit of early money coming in on the Trojans. All right, let's take a look at both these teams and just kind of get an idea of what they've done this season, how good each of them are, because look, they both obviously come from the Pac-12. And as we know, watching this tournament so far, the Pac-12 has dominated. They have done so well. And this is exactly what we talked about during the season. Since there was no real crossover game, since these teams only played in their own conference until March Madness, there was inevitably going to be some conferences playing better, some conferences playing worse, some conferences playing faster, some slower, some shooting better, etc, right? And it's tough to see exactly what conferences are doing until they get outside of their own conference and you can see them matching up with other teams. And I think that there's one certain takeaway from this this tournament, it's that the uh, the Pac-12 this year was greatly underrated. Now, here's why it really doesn't matter for us much in our regular season betting. The Pac-12 being underrated as a whole didn't really change much because whether you're talking about USC, Oregon, Oregon State, Colorado, UCLA, they were all a little bit depressed in the rankings. So it wasn't as if some of these teams like Oregon and USC were overrated and teams like Colorado, UCLA were underrated. Everyone in the Pac-12 was underrated this year. So it didn't impact too much during the regular season, but it certainly is now in the postseason. So this is an interesting game, USC and Oregon, because now we get two of these Pac-12 teams who the market is really flustered with right now, matching up against one another. USC is a team who has really flown under the radar this year. USC had a stretch, a one-week stretch late in February, where they lost three out of four. Besides that, this team is 23 and 4 on the season. They have, of those 23 and 4, two of those four losses are to the Colorado Buffaloes, who, according to kenpom.com, number 10 overall in the country. They also lost to the number 21 and number 48 teams in the country. That's it, okay? USC. I think is very disrespected. They are not looked at as a top team. They got a six seed. And right now, and, and the reason why I like Kenpom.com, K-E-N-P-O-M.com, is because they're great. They have good information. It, it costs a subscription every year, but it's, it's certainly worth it. And on top of that, The market uses Ken Palm more than any other sport uses any other public service. This is very, very clear if you follow the market. So, if the market trusts Ken Palm this much, you know we're not just blindly going to follow everything Ken Palm says. But it's a good starting point. And right now, Ken Palm has USC as the number six team in the country. Okay, they're a six seed in the tournament, and Ken Palm has them as six, uh, number six overall ranked in the country. There's a huge discrepancy there, right? Surrounding them, number one, Illinois, one seed, they're out. Number two, Iowa, they're out. Number two, Houston, they're in it. Number one, Michigan, number two, Alabama. And then all of a sudden, smack dab in the middle of those teams is number six or a six seed USC. It makes no sense. So I think throughout the season, USC was greatly disrespected. And now that they're a six seed and you look back at their schedule, it's, it's funny how, how, how teams can be this good, and we don't hear about them at all during the regular season, you know? I mean, that's kind of college basketball, right? And then Oregon, on the other hand, kind of opposite from USC because they started the season in the top 10. I mean, they were expected to do great things, and then they got injured. Then they got hurt, even dealt with some COVID issues, you know? We mentioned USC having a stretch uh, uh, where they lost three out of four. Same thing happened to Oregon. Oregon lost three out of four uh, pretty much throughout the month of January, okay? But still, besides those three out of four, just like we did for USC, take away those games, this team is 20-3 and overall. Okay, Oregon and USC, two very, very good teams who are underrated this season. Oregon does it with their offense. USC does it with their defense. So even though they come from the same conference, a bit overrated, or a bit underrated this year, maybe we're getting to a bit of a mismatch this game, okay? Now, as we said, these teams are very familiar with one another, and that includes the coaches. Generally, in this kind of a matchup, there would be some kind of a coaching mismatch, right? But USC, Andy uh, Enfield, you know, remember he used to be at, uh, I think it was Florida Gulf Coast, then got this job. He was a question mark for the first couple years. But then last couple years, he's really turned it around, finally got some good recruits in there. And kind of has USC basketball, at least back to where USC basketball probably should be. And then Dana Altman for Oregon is certainly one of the better coaches in the Pac-12, if not a top 10, 15 coach in the country. But just because Dana Altman's a, a very good coach and has a lot of publicity and people know about him doesn't mean there's necessarily a coaching edge this matchup. And all we have to do is rewind back to their earlier game this year. Okay, Oregon and USC met once this season, and that was February 22nd. And USC won that game 52, excuse me, 72, 58. And that's when Oregon was probably playing some of their best basketball of the year, okay? Oregon had won five games previous to that loss and then they won and then they won their last five games of the season, okay? So out of their last 11 games of the year, they went 10 and one and their only loss was against USC, 72 to 58. Not a good loss at all. And you start to notice something, that Oregon does very, very well when they shoot very well. And USC does very, very well when they stop other teams from shooting. So what's going to win out here? Certainly what won out the first game was USC's defense. And I believe we see a very similar game here in in uh, in March Madness. On Sunday, I think USC's defense ends up winning this game for USC. And I like the USC Trojans minus one and a half. Now I don't think it's going to be a huge blowout. I don't think we're going to get a what was it? Whatever, you know, 7258 win or, you know, that big of a margin. But I do think that this is a fundamental bad matchup for Oregon. Now here's the thing. Oregon, as I said, they succeed when they shoot well from feet, from three. As a matter of fact, this year, Oregon is 15 and one when they're making at least eight threes in a game, when they shoot and make eight or more threes in a game, Oregon is 15 and one. When they shoot and make seven or fewer three pointers in games, they're six and five. Okay. Oregon lives and dies with their three pointer. And as we saw in their first game of the tournament, they went off. They shot, I think 45% from three, 11 to 25. They had a great game. But as we saw, from their Pac-12 counterparts in Colorado, you have one great game doesn't necessarily mean it's going to carry over, okay? And uh, the, the other thing that I just kind of noticed here, I don't want to pass this up on my notes, Oregon has only played one game this this tournament. Remember, their first game against VCU was canceled because of COVID for in, in, in VCU's locker room. So Oregon has only played one game, and in that one game, they shot lights out. So if you think they can repeat that against a very, very good USC defense, then you may not like this pick. But if you agree with me that USC's defense is underrated and this is a bad matchup for Oregon, then you like USC with me here. And you may ask, "Well, how good is USC's defense?" You mentioned they they're, they're good. How good? According to kenpom.com, USC has the number 5 defense in the country in terms of efficiency. They have the number 7 defense in the country in terms of opponents field goals. And USC has the number 1 defense in the country for shutting down 3 point attempts all of this to me adds up to a usc win they're only favored by one and a half i know the market opened up two and a half and money is coming in on oregon but that's that doesn't phase us here i'm willing to fade the early move we're taking usc minus one and a half and i just think that we have a fundamental mismatch in this game all right so that does it for friday's deep dive handicap let me know what you guys think give us a follow on twitter at sharp angle pod And uh, good luck, whatever you have going on tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow bright and early on the Sharp Angle Podcast.